Do you know those good energy and bad energy days? Well, what if there were a simple color-coded calendar to identify power days when you are considering important strategic decisions as you're growing your business? Well, my guest today, Kathleen Whalen, has created exactly such a service, fusing biochemistry, Western medicine, Chinese medicine, and Ayurvedic practice. Welcome to our show. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So, without further ado, I invite you to get off your duff, and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast, where we're all about making your impact in the world and following your path and your desires to doing just that. And I'm really excited to have a friend of mine on the show today by the name of Kathleen Whalen. Hey, Kathleen, how's it going? Hi, Duff. It's so good to be here. Oh, man, I'm glad to have you. Now, Kathleen has a really cool business, which is called Conscious Calendars. And we were giggling a little bit because Ronan the dog is staring at me. He's never seen me with podcasting equipment. So we're having a little bit of a giggle offline here. But uh, what, I, what I'm excited to talk to you about today is kind of how you got into this kind of interesting business around conscious calendars and what is that all about? Ah, it's such a great question. I was actually uh, running a full-time Chinese medicine and acupuncture practice and cruising along. I then had a session, which I didn't even know was Vedic astrology. I just called a colleague of mine who was the acupuncturist. We did trades and I said, Oh, who's that guy you saw for that thing? (laughs) Right. <laughs> and went to see him. And what ensued was uh, he asked about who I was seeing, would I be interested in getting married to him? Oh. And basically was setting up, I, I was dating my now husband yep. and the entire session pretty much just confirmed things, but it, it expanded my world. And mm. As a result of that one meeting, I then began looking into Vedic astrology because all other astrology I had looked at, because I have a background in science and biochemistry, so I love to test things. So every time I would do a little bit of Western astrology, I would kind of test it and what I call push on it. And it was always a little squishy because I couldn't get repeatable results. Right. This I began to look into and I kept getting interesting, complex repeatable results that I could then start to look at with my full practice. Right. And then I looked at my own chart deeper and deeper and deeper. And I saw that if I continued on that current path, I was probably going to become sick. And I saw that I actually had doing something like even more energetic in my chart. And so it actually helped me direct my own career. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, what I like about you too is that you, you, like you say, you've got a very 
well-rounded background as well in uh, as a healthcare practitioner, as a scientist, um, even um, you have all these different disciplines that you bring to it. And it, it's the way I kind of think about it. It's kind of like a, like it's a mashup of ideas that you've put together into your, your own unique way of thinking about things. Yeah, I'm always an innovator. Like even in Chinese medicine, I was always integrating and innovating, bringing in, you know, everything from tuning forks to hot stones and just continuing to add modality after modality so that you could get better results. Right. So conscious calendars is very interesting because it is, um, I guess the way I think about it, and you can probably correct me, but it's, it's kind of like a roadmap for your energy. Like we were talking about, that, that's how I think about it. But, uh, you know, there's, 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 you've come up with a very unique way to identify what you call red days, yellow days, green days. And it, it becomes a bit of a roadmap for people to look at their years ahead. So maybe just explain to our listeners what that's all about. Yeah, you're, I mean, I love the way you describe it um, because of the, uh, way that people can use the calendars for planning and efficiencies, but it's first and foremost, like a weather report. It's actually an energetic weather report. Wow. So that's, what's so wild about Vedic astrology is you could look outside and it could be a sunny day, but energetically it might be hurricane season. Right. Yeah. And the calendars simply show that to you. So the green days are for go and flow and connection, getting work done. Mm-hmm. Yellows, you know, it's just a, you know, like a stoplight. So yellow, oops, slow down, look around, add, add some um, more awareness to your day. And the yeah. red day isn't anything to be afraid of. It's actually your self-care day. So as, right, as we know as entrepreneurs, like even more so lately, but if we don't have some self-care in our days, as well as our monthly cycles, we've got a problem on our hands brewing, right? And so if that's actually just on the calendar and you know, I'm unhooked, I'm doing self-care, it's, it's easier and it's more supportive because you don't have to figure out when it's going to be. And I suppose as well, if you actually have something where you cannot actually change the date of it, say for example, where it's, it's happening and you're participating, it kind of arms you with the information you need to prepare yourself in a way that you're going to be successful, obviously. Completely. Mm-hmm. And what's great is I, I get that question all the time. Oh, I'm going to an HR conference or the version of a conference nowadays, but right. um, where there would be a lot of uh, activity, but it's a red day. It's like, well, red days were all mentally a little slower. So you can always work with the energy of the day. That means, oh, maybe taking a brain supplement in the afternoon so you stay sharp. Or, well, I'm not going to really expect that much to come out of this. I'll wait to see who I connect with the day after that and then work with the connection the day after. Right. You know, what's interesting, Kathleen, is is I think, you know, obviously the the, what we're in right now, um, you know, for people who... Um, you serve in the consciousness community, um, but also people who are interested in consciousness too. I think it's like a real interesting transition point for everybody. Like the the road ahead, it's going to be really important for people like us to put whatever it is that we represent out there into the world. And um, so the way I think about things is like time, space, and energy, time, money, energy, like that's sort of a a foundational element. So energy, I think, is the currency going forward. I think that's something we really have to pay attention to. Yeah. And I think that even comes up with 
um, the fact that, you know, companies, whether it's a small company or a large big box multinational company, they're seeing not just for their bottom line, but that literally the triple, the triple bottom line of where the, the, some of the proceeds go to help in the world, you know, is their contribution. Not only does it 10x sales, but it's the foundation, which is energy, which is like, how is the product produced? How is it disseminated? How is it helping people? And then, oh, is it turning around? Are you taking a portion of your profits and helping the world? And I think if we could even look on that level of energy in a very pragmatic way, but on a daily basis, wow, what am I going to do with my energy? Because um, the pandemic brought home for so many people that if not now, when to move towards my dreams or a more balanced life or what am I doing that is, you know, sucking the energy out of my life? Yeah. You know, I was just sitting down with a client earlier today and we were mapping out a campaign so in, the, in this particular case, I'm functioning as somewhat of a launch manager and we are looking at the dates. And of course we look at the calendar, you know, you're looking at things like Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the normal things, Veterans Day, uh, Canada Remembrance Day. So you look at these dates. Um, now the thing we did not do, which, which is the next, which is also a step is to look at the calendar energetically and plan around that. I do that daily with my clients. So mm-hmm. I just had a, yesterday, you know, a client, and we're looking at them releasing uh, a new product. And even though they were told by some of their team, oh, we don't want to release then, I'm like, let's take a look at the calendar. And sure enough, I was, I mean, I have it off the top of my head. I was like, no, that Christmas cycle is going to basically be flipped. Right. It will actually be much better to be promoting the first two weeks of December. And guess what? After the 11th, it's going to be a dead holiday season, but then it's going to pick up at the end of the year. So we can literally look at it and you can shift where you make offers, where you decide to make launches, because I work with a lot of people on launches too, but it just simplifies it. But you have, I mean, and then what happens is people's teams or the logic of, oh, it's Canada Day or it's this or that holiday comes in. Yeah. And that's okay. I still have people that say, oh, I'm going to go with the tried and true. And then after they keep doing the tried and true, and then they look at the calendars, they keep seeing, oh, if I just would have. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and plenty of my clients have tested this time and again, and they just say, you know what? My husband doesn't question. My wife doesn't question. My team doesn't question. They know I've looked at something yep. and we just go with it because they get better results. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're an athlete and you're running a hundred, hundred meter dash, you know, you would look after your fitness, obviously you'd look after what you're eating, but they would also look after their energy going into that race. And for some reason, it's kind of like this blind spot in business that we don't always think about. Sometimes we'll talk about self-care, which is, which is good, which is important. Uh, But, you know, understanding your energy and how important that is into what you do, it's just, directly feeds your brain and how effective you are at work. And that's what I feel like executives totally get, right? Executives Mm -hmm. are very often the ones, you know, who are like, great, is that a gadget that will give me meditation or the effects of meditation in 10 minutes? Give it to me. Right. 
and this, and you can use the calendars also, even if you're a trainer. So if you do biathlons, triathlons, oh, yeah, or you're okay. just a runner, yeah. it's like a monthly circadian rhythm that you can actually use to say, oh, I'm working out, but because it's a red day, don't push as much. And I literally tell people that I'm like, Hey, you know, I walk or do Qigong or I exercise every single day. And on red days, we don't have as much output. So if you are actually training, you, it's one of those, you know, not quite rest day, but you would pull back the training. It wouldn't be a two hour training. It would be a little bit less and then can build from there. I like to use the word rhythm because that's something I talk to my clients a lot about is getting into a rhythm with your business. Mm -hmm. I think it's sort of an underserved topic. Um, so yeah, that's very interesting that you brought that up. You're really good with that. That's what I love about working with you is you do have this ability when you're both listening, but also creating that container when I've been, you know, working with you yeah. is that there is this quality. There's, um, there's a meter to how you approach viewing, uh, taking next steps. And there is a definitely a sense that you have of both planning the now near future and further out that is very well linked. And I, that's what I love about working with you. Oh, you're too kind, Kathleen. Thank you. Well, I love working with you too, because it brings, it, it, you, bring a, uh, you bring a practicalness to something that is needed and you know, some people might compartmentalize somewhere else, but it's, it's inc incredibly practical and simple. You know, like it's a complex topic that you've mashed together all these, these complex concepts into a simple tool that's actually incredibly useful. So I just, I, I can't sing your praises enough when I talk to other people. So, but thank you for your compliment. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah it um, is. It's a technology. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is a technology. Uh, now, you had something go on earlier this year, which was incredibly successful, and you're kind of shifting it into next mode. So I'm going to ask you about that. Um, you did something called the Global Economic Course, economics, uh, plural. So tell us about that and what that was. And I might have even said the name wrong, but it was an interesting project that was really engaged a lot of people. Oh, it was, it was both a joy, a ton of work to put together and yeah. it helped give perspective to so many people. So it weaved together my love of world and American history, yes. as well as the science background and the Vedic astrology timing. Mm -hmm. So it's the global economic course and I'm basically doing a smaller version of it yeah. looking forward to 2021. And basically what I do is I take a look at, I, I created literally, I looked at the stock market, the flu of 1918, what was going astrologically, going on astrologically then, how those patterns were similar or dissimilar. It described everybody why this came to be. And it, it basically got activated in December of 2019 and I gave exact dates that it was going to fully hit. And actually 14 months ahead, we didn't talk about this in our interview, but 14 months before yeah. March of 2020, I saw these dates, February 18th and 19th. And it was a return to the 9-11 energy for the United States. 
because it has to do with a cycle of 18 years, but there was an extra, even more intense element related to Saturn, which comes around every six, 60 years. Okay. So that pattern that was being set, I saw as being even bigger and more intense than 9-11 itself. And there I am 14 months in advance having to sit with this information. How do I convey this to people and not convey fear? Because that's my number one responsibility is to give clear, truthful information, but also help people manage their lives so that they can make conscious choices. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I ended up just putting two big red X's on the calendar and describing what was going on and said, don't go out in public, don't go to public places. And this was, you know, around the world. And I had some clients tell some friends in Italy at the time to not go out into public places. And they actually probably didn't catch COVID because they didn't go out on those days. But exactly the day after that and the following new moon is exactly when the entire market tanked. So I had given all that information to my followers and I'd done some of it publicly. And so that pattern is what I was describing for people and giving them A, perspective. B, what's it really going to be like? Ah, okay. You know, I called the extension of the first wave, but C, gave them very concrete things to do that they could use in their businesses to pivot. And so it's the number one thing that I love to do is give that bigger perspective and then whittle it down and say, okay, what can you do as an individual? Yeah, I love that. In fact, I think offline, you said something to me, you can't be stuck in the process. You need a solution to improve your life. And that's what right. people are looking for, obviously. And yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just my background in medicine. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the one thing I do feel like medical school did for me because prior to that, I only spent one year in medical school and then I left. Yeah. Um, but prior to that, all of my training was a little more geared slightly towards a PhD thinking kind okay. of college I went to. And I would be stuck in process. Sure. Medical school, mm-mm. you have to be thinking right off the bat how you're going to help somebody with, you know, in my case, it was herbs or acupuncture. Sure. Uh, I ended up applying it. But now it's great. What's the one thing you can do first thing in the morning that's going to set your day? And oh, be prepared for this shift that's coming in two months. And we're preparing for it now. So it's a smooth transition. Right. Um, you know, when you were talking earlier about the global economic, uh, economics course, uh, you brought up the topic of how we're in this period of contraction right now and, you know, how we're going to move into expansion. And so I'm, I'm curious about that. That's really interesting to me. Like, so what do you see ahead for um, people in this expansive state? Like what's going to trigger expansion? What is our responsibility as conscious individuals? Yeah. Um, Great question. Okay, so how do I bring that down to the personal? I'll go one more kind of bigger concept is that that piece of hope is it's not so much expansion yet. It's that we're shifting out of the pattern that brought the pandemic. That's where the hope is. Yeah. That actually shifted the fourth week of September 2020. Okay. And it's fully activated in December. So what happens is it's actually um, basically and I love that you keep coming back to energy is Mm -hmm. that these new patterns are bringing front and center for every single person. Where in the world do they find spiritual nourishment? And where 
can they access their ability to push a portion of themselves to an edge of learning? Okay. And that edge of learning, that place of where um, people are able to sort of integrate different parts of themselves, that's kind of this larger theme. It has to do with Rahu. Okay. And Rahu brings in that expansive energy, but it's literally saying, okay, are you taking care of your body? Are you taking care of your house? Are you, are you eating vegetables? And all of those sorts of kind of pragmatic everyday things are the, the sort of the focus and, oh, that's at the physical level. We can't forget about this other spiritual element. And I actually think every single culture and every single nation is actually going to be rising and more and more people are going to be expanding their spiritual outlook on a personal level. Wow. That's an incredibly hopeful outlook and it's amazing. I love that. I love it a lot. Um, it almost, you mentioned the word social movements earlier too. And so how does that relate to the work that you do um, with your clients, for example? Ah, well, that's what's so cool is the information translates as kind of big stuff, right? So I was mentioning Saturn and Jupiter, they're the bigger planets and sure. they're slower moving. So they bring about these social movements of change. Saturn mostly does this. But on a personal level, it depends what shows up in somebody's chart. So Saturn, if that were in their career house, what ends up happening is we can actually see the possibility of someone uh, shifting into a, a government job. It could be a city, county, federal level job. They could get contracts related to that. And um, I was just talking with a, a client who's an executive coach. Sure yeah. enough, this shift came in and boom, all of a sudden they have contracts with, uh, um, with a state university. Wow. Right. And, and so that's a, a yes. And so they know to actually put more energy in these places. And so that's how we translate the information in Vedic astrology. And it's kind of the challenge as well. Right. Uh, now, was that helpful? You're always helpful. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, with an exclamation mark. Um, so there's a question that I ask all my guests, uh, and I warned you ahead of time, it, is, uh, it's, you know, it's interesting we're talking about expansion, because uh, I want to ask you about resistance. So when I hear people in business talk about, you know, things that they're wanting to do, this word resistance comes up a lot. So what does the word resistance mean to you and your business and how you work with clients or just in general? Mm. Yeah, I always thought of it on a personal level as it relates to uh, my work. Sure. What's so funny is I always resist the word resistance just a little bit. Oh my God, that's so meta. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as I see that I have resistance, I focus on phase shift. Oh. So on a personal level, when I feel I'm stuck, or because to me, feeling stuck is, is related to that resistance or I'm resisting Sure. Uh, making a, a change, then I face shift. And that's yeah. as simple as changing where I am, stepping outside, making a cup of tea. That will kind of relate to one of my universal things I suggest to people. Right. Um, and in essence, what I find is movement. Movement helps keeping me out of resistance and has been way more effective lately. I've been doing just 10, 15 minutes on 
each small project that are uh, front and center and important to me because then it's a small thing and I just move away and come back so that I don't just get stuck in spending too much time on something and then it not right. getting done. Got it. That's great advice. That's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like design sprints in terms of the way I think about things like just, you know, quick, short bursts of energy and, and application mm -hmm. uh, towards smaller chunks of your goal. That's, that's brilliant. Wow. That's an amazing yeah. answer. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I want to slide in here. You've, you, the way you work with people is super interesting. So when I come into your community, obviously I can join and I can get conscious calendars, but describe to me like how you typically like to work with people these days. Oh, well, my favorite way are the, mm -hmm. the coaches and guides and, you know, healthcare practitioners who basically come in it with the Astro Vantage program. Okay. Because most people come in, they can get a free calendar, test it great. You actually get almost two months, depending on when you sign up. Right. And, uh, and then many people get an annual set of calendars. But those who are really the most effective and that I find get the most done in their lives, sure. they're the ones that love to plan. And they, it's just pre-purchasing four sessions. And then I gift people the annual calendars every single month for a year. So by the end of the year, they've actually are, have been able to see, in essence, two years. Right. Yeah. No, I love that. It's, it's such a cool way that you work with people. Um, and because you do that, you, you know, you have this practice where you're working with people actively to apply these principles. Um, I thought I'd ask you this other question. So if you were to, if I was to ask you like, what's your biggest piece of advice, both as someone who's, who's practicing what you do as a conscious person, conscious person, uh, as a conscious business owner, uh, what would you give them? make sure to spend time in either nature or doing something joyful first thing in the day, every day. Uh, a colleague always called it two cups of joy. For oh. me, nature is the very thing that both decompresses, but also helps me remain connected to my greater vision and helps me unhook and replenish. But for some people, if that's not their thing, then fun, joy. Where's the joy? Where is the energy? Keep it moving. Just get that laughter. Get, get things moving. Either play games or do something that's joyful to you. Because especially now with the pandemic, oh, yeah. it's really important to not just get stuck in, in doldrum. No, yeah, of course. And I think that's a really relevant answer, too, because we're close neighbors. I live in Victoria, British Columbia, and you live in the Seattle area, greater Seattle, um, Washington. And so we are really fortunate this part of the woods. We, we live in a great, beautiful part of the, part of the world where uh, we're, we're almost always pretty darn close to a little piece of slice of nature. So we're so lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I design. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, I, I, so I want to uh, just remind people that if uh, Kathleen has, uh, you have a free gift, people can go to conscious calendars, that's plural.com forward slash pre or <laughs> forward slash free dash PDF. Yeah. So. And consciouscalendars.com works too. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But definitely go and check it out because I think you'll be f incredibly fascinated with the work that Kathleen does. I know I am. Oh, and, thank you. 
Yeah. You know, it's been fantastic having you on the show today. I was looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, Kathleen, it's wonderful to see you and, 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 and hang out with you on the podcast. Thank you, Duff. Oh my gosh, you are absolutely incredible. And I just hope that people who have been listening uh, can understand the service that you bring that is so well woven together that you can actually help people become movement makers as well as simplify their lives and what they're doing in their business. You're very kind. Thank you, Kathleen. I really appreciate your kind words. And to all my listeners, I appreciate you as well. So thank you so much again for coming to today's show. I thought today's show was amazing. And so uh, again, thank you so much. And as you go out into the world to make your impact, promise me one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Hey everyone, I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, the Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth so that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the eight-step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.